Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. With the release of Governor Hochul's proposed $227 billion state budget proposal last week, it kicks off the sprint by the Senate and Assembly to complete passage of an agreed-upon state budget by April 1st. The state budget negotiation time already compressed is even more so this year, given the additional time allocated to the governor in the state constitution to submit a proposed budget in the first year of a four-year gubernatorial term. The state budget itself consists of thousands of pages of policy proposals and proposed funding amounts. In New York, the budget goes way beyond a simple delineation of how various funds are going to be spent. It also includes thousands, maybe tens of thousands, of discrete policy initiatives. This year, the governor's proposed budget contains a number of important measures supported by MISNI to help protect and enhance the ability of patients to continue to receive needed medical care from the physician of their choice. However, it also contains numerous concerning items that we are very concerned will adversely impact patient care and treatment. Among the programs in the budget that we support include a 10-year extension of MISNI's Committee for Physicians Health Program, a decades-old program helping hundreds of physicians each year, which remains absolutely essential to help address the growing problem of physician burnout. It has historically been extended by the state legislature in five-year increments, but is due to sunset this June. The budget would also provide for another policy year continuation of the Excess Medical Malpractice Insurance Program, which provides nearly 16,000 physicians in New York with a supplemental layer of liability insurance coverage, which otherwise would be unaffordable due to New York's excessively high liability insurance costs, particularly as compared to any other state. For the first time in several years, it has been proposed to be continued without any additional condition or proposed financial responsibility on physician recipients, and we'll be arguing to the legislature that they should keep it that way. There are also a number of other proposals to help maintain or expand access to care in underserved areas, including maintain higher levels of funding for the Doctors Across New York Physician Loan Repayment Program, and other proposals to increase reimbursement for care received by patients insured by Medicaid and the Essential Plan, including a proposal to increase payments for E&M codes for Medicaid fee-for-service patients to 80% of Medicare. However, there are also a number of proposals which we are urging be removed from the budget. First, we are opposing the perennial attempt to impose burdensome new prior authorization requirements on physicians writing prescriptions for their patients insured by the state's Medicaid program, which is currently was referred to as a prescriber prevail system for those medications that are not on the approved formula. We have regularly opposed this proposal to eliminate prescriber prevails because physicians and their staff are already drowning in excessive paperwork and phone calls that are taking time away from patient care. This proposal takes on even greater importance this year, given that as of April 1st, all patients covered by the Medicaid program, even those enrolled in a Medicaid managed care plan, will have a single state formula. We are also opposing the heavy-handed proposal that would require DOH approval starting in 2024 for those private practices who wish to remain afloat by merging with other practices or through receiving back office support provided by a management services organization. 
While roughly three quarters of physicians in New York, or at least across the Northeast, are employed, some wish to remain in independent practice to prevent external impediments to providing patient care. This proposal would essentially put the state's thumb on the scale in favor of large health system domination and remove one way for a physician to remain independent. We also strongly oppose Part W of the governor's health budget bill, which would fundamentally restructure New York's healthcare delivery system by enacting numerous measures to expand the scope of healthcare services that could be delivered by non-physician healthcare providers, including physician assistants and pharmacists. We are very concerned that these executive budget proposals would adversely impact patient care by completely removing the important oversight and coordination that a physician provides in patient care, particularly as it relates to the ordering of diagnostic tests and the evaluation of the effectiveness of various prescription medications and treatments. MISNI has developed a grassroots letter that you can use from the podcast link here or in today's MISNI Pulse to send to your legislators. We will also be testifying at a state fiscal committee's hearing on the health portion of the state budget on February 20th. Turning to upcoming educational events, please put on your calendar Wednesday, February 15th at 7.30 a.m. for the next MISNI Medical Matters program, Doctor, Are You Prepared? Essentials of Public Health Preparedness, with faculty Dr. Lorraine Giordano, Chair of MISNI's Emergency Preparedness and Disaster Terrorism Response Committee, and Dr. Arthur Cooper, also a member of the committee. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to MISNI and your County Medical Society. We will speak again next week.